like 70s porn. All right. Luckily, I already started recording, so that 70s porn came in. That was great. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Gilbert, what's Living up, brother? Free. What's going on? Uh, well, just no, I was admiring my 70s porn beard I got going here. Uh, yeah, I mean, can we can we just affirm that Gilbert's no longer a guest? He's just part of the show. Yeah, I, like, right. to think, I like to think that I'm that guy that just won't leave. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, the dude on the couch. The dude overextended, on the couch. Overextended house guest. Yeah, Gilbert, man, it was just one episode. You, we're done. They, we start the video chat, and Gilbert's already there. Yeah. All right. So, another episode of the B Bodega. And um, this one's interesting. We kind of mentioned it in, um, in our 90s punk episode. As big as these versus battles are on the internet, we decided to uh, to do our own. So this episode is Eric's playlist versus my playlist. We're going to post them, obviously, as we do every episode, but we're going to let you vote on Instagram, and that's how we're going to determine the winner. The winner then faces the guy on the couch, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> And that'll determine the champion. I haven't decided what we're going to do. We talked about just bragging rights or or figuring something out. But there, there will be some type of title or or bragging right thing that we're going to do. If, uh, if, I, if, if I win, I get to sleep in an actual bed. <laughs> <laughs> but Gilbert actually has a house. People don't think he's homeless. Don't start messaging yeah. us that we want to take care of Gilbert. Watch to Next week there'll be a GoFundMe for Gilbert. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop it. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, all right. So, um, Eric, well, I, let me let me. I'll explain how we set it up. So, um, Eric submitted ten songs. I submitted ten songs. Uh, we no rhyme or reason, right? No rhyme or reason. Just what's what's in regular rotation in our in our own personal playlist um you know <clears throat> we took it a little bit further eric uh growing up he was a street fighter a street fighter fan i was a mortal Kombat fan so you hear a little bit of that in the in the in the playlist which we just thought it was fun to do for no fucking reason but uh we did it and uh, so eric you want to go down your playlist first tell us what you got sure. All right, cool. Again, this might be a little eclectic, but this is how I listen to music. Um, is... I, I don't stick to one genre. I like to bounce bounce around a lot. So my like playlist is is really long, and I usually just have that on on shuffle, and whatever comes, I, I jam to. Um, you know, I do have my moods where I'll get stuck on a genre, but for the most part, I always just have everything on random. I love Discover Weekly. You know, the new <laughs> shit just comes out of nowhere. But these are the songs that, you know, either I always find myself coming back to or I just listen to, to more than once, like, every day. I'm going to start off. Um, this, one's a, this one's a nod to Gilbert. Uh, it's Roller Coaster uh, by Bleachers. Who, yes. Gilbert, yeah, I'm, I'm pandering right now because he's going <laughs> to be our first vote. Um, he introduced me to this band. Oh, wait, but and... you're, you're, you're going down the list. That oh, you, you just want me to name the songs? Right. I'll do that. Well, we'll dis right. we'll discuss them in the next segment. But I thought you were gonna go down how it was mixed. I just wanted to butter up Gilbert. Get him oh, okay. Play. Uh, after beating him up uh, with Nirvana for the past few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
So first song on the list is Roller Coaster, Bleacher Song by Charlie XCX. Then I got Extra Syrup, Tuba Fresh. You skipped the um, song, Eric. That's not your first song. Oh, oh, it wasn't on here. Okay. Oh, because you changed it up and I yeah. never put the order. Uh-oh. We might have a miscommunication here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, wow. Okay. Technical difficulties. Let me know. Hopefully this, the rest is right. So the first song is Sorority, uh, No Halo by Sorority. It's a bit of a rock song. Number two is Roller Coaster by Charlie XEX. It's a bleacher song. Extra Syrup, Tuba Fresh, um, Chanel Crutch, Crutch, Critchlow. Out of, um, I think she went to Penn State. She was in the band there. Um, then I have Vince, uh, 1952 Vincent Black Lightning by Richard Thompson. Number five, Reach Out, I'll Be There by the Four Tops. Don't, don't, go, don't, don't go by number because you're, you're going totally off your list. Oh, so because you because you did a different list. Yeah. Huh? You, you want me to read it for you? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, okay. you read it and then we'll we'll talk about the songs. <laughs> I, so, guys, if if I win, just just so you know, Wait, hold you're on. gonna have to give Gilbert uh, uh, Carlos some of the credit because he's that he's the one that actually put the the playlist together and made it sound really nice. All right. It would have been chaos if it wasn't for me. <laughs> all right, here we go. I found it. All right, all right, so, all right go ahead. I have number uh, four seasons, the summer, um, four seasons, the summer in G minor um, by Antonio Vivaldi. Number six, uh, Saglopur by Sigal Rose. Can't Hold Me Back by Survivor. Everything by the Great Mers. 1952, Vincent Black Lightning, Richard Thompson. Reach Out, I'll Be There by The Four Tops. And finally, The Science of Myth by Screeching Weasel. All right. All right. And, you know, uh, the cooler thing would have been for us to surprise each other, but I had to do the mix for Eric. And it was, you know, we had discussed this. It was such an interesting mix to do. Um, I actually had more fun putting his mix together than I did mine. I still think I'm going to win, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, Gilbert, you're good because Gil Gilbert's kind of, kind of, right now he's he's judging both playlists. Uh, but I'm, again, I'm, I'm absorbing. I'm here. absorbing. <laughs> but ultimately, uh, the voting will be done by the listeners on Instagram. Uh, so here's my playlist. My playlist is, uh, and unlike Gilbert and I, we both know your playlist. Eric's actually listening to my playlist for the first time right now. So my first song is uh, Daylight Remix, uh, Matt and Kim featuring De La Soul. Also pandering. Also <laughs> Lunchbox by Marilyn Manson. Ooh La La by Run the Jewels. Uh, when Will They Shoot by Ice Cube. Sabotage by Beastie Boys. And then I have a joke with Eric that I really enjoy, White Boy Reggae. So this is uh, Siren with Sublime uh, with Rome featuring the Dirty Heads. Uh, we Belong Remix, which is Tim Timebomb and Friends with Freddie Madball. April 26, 1992, Sublime. Yay Area by E40. And Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and, and Protect Your Neck by Wu Tang. Nice. So Wu Tang. Wu Tang. All right. So that that's those are our playlists. So again, um, so this will be this will be a kind of a bonus playlist episode so you're gonna have not only the podcast but you'll actually have two different playlists uh it'll read 
Eric's versus mix and Carlos's versus mix. The winner uh, faces the great G-Funk, who's currently right now, you can't see him, but leaning back on his chair, like like if he already won and he hasn't even started uh, putting his list together. I'd like to see who's gonna who's gonna take on Ashley Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> but can you hey, name one Ashley Simpson song off the top of your head? Yes, pieces of me. Jesus Christ, you're an animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one, but that. <laughs> man. But oh, Jesus Christ, this this is already going sideways. I I feel WB. And CW coming soon, as we, as this podcast is. Look, Eric's already salivating, thinking about what he's. I'm doing. trying. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be more serious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is. It's going to be fun. Um, this is the bragging rights are going to be crazy because we're, you know, as old as we are, we still haven't developed mentally. So, Gilbert. First, first impressions of both playlists. What do you think? Give us your thoughts. Um, Eric's. I'm not gonna lie. I had to research a lot of the songs. <laughs> I did not know a lot of those things. It's funny. Um, and you guys talk. Uh, you know, uh, Eric talks about uh, um, what's the uh, thing from Spotify? The uh, uh, Discover Music Discover one, right? Discover Weekly. Yeah, Discover Weekly. I, I I tend to listen more stuff now as a as like a, a DJ something I could play at the club and stuff like that so it's it's hard for me to kind of get into new bands um believe it or not when I used to work in retail that's how I learned about all these like new bands was like like Bleachers and Andrew McManaman and all these bands was like listening to my work because that's what they would play you know what I mean but um but uh but yeah it was very eclectic and <laughs> I, I, I thought I I thought the the one symphony song was Flight of the Bum Flight of the Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> um and then um uh the Murs was a, a nice touch. I know that's one of your favorite um uh artists or like MC MCs and um and yeah, dude and roller coaster. And the XCX I, the Charlie XCS version is really good too. Like I love that song by the bleachers. And I'll probably have some bleachers in my on my um, playlist, but that like yeah, that Charlie XCS version is really good. Um, and then Carlos, I mean, you start off with Matt and Kim, dude. I mean, that's the way to my not, heart. Not only Matt and Kim, um, it's Matt and Kim featuring De La Soul and De La, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just a bunch of stuff. You know, I was never a huge Marilyn Manson fan, but um, uh, but you know, obviously, you know, they're great. Um, and then run the jewels that that song samples your your favorite rap group uh, Eric <laughs> uh, drug nice <laughs> uh, yeah well it's actually it's Dwick uh, Gangstar it's Dwick, and, yeah, yeah 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 it's a Gangstar song but it's Greg yeah. uh, Nice that's the sample yeah um, and um, and just going through I know we're gonna dive into the thing but I mean is there a more fitting song than you know, from everything that's going on right now, than the you know the Sublime song, the April 26, 1992 song. You know what I mean? Like I, I heard it like um, randomly. I heard it somewhere the other day, and I'm like, dude, like this is so crazy. You know, with the, with everything that was happening recently. So um, so yeah, they're both good playlists, man. Really good. Cool. God damn it, Gilbert, you're being way too fucking political right now. <laughs> but it, 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 like I said, I had a lot of fun putting Eric's playlist together, and it, it was it was actually a challenge because you know. Eric did go kind of all over the place. We did have, we had this discussion. All over the place for you, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is, this is uh, not all and, over the place for me, Dan. And Gilbert. And Gilbert. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because when uh, I called Eric earlier today and my comment was, well, Eric's joke with me is that I'm always angry. And then I look at my playlist and it's pretty aggressive. <laughs> pretty aggressive. And then, you know, you know, Eric, we had a discussion with, which, you know, he freaked out because he didn't know, because in two episodes I had mentioned uh, songs that I like from Marilyn Manson. Um, and I told him it's not that many, but that song specifically is actually a fuck you to Eric for the playlist. <laughs> because the first part of that song is a little kid saying, this motherfucker's going to get my medal. So, and then the song starts. So, but I love that song. Um, but again, I don't want to dive too deep until we get to the next segment. Um, but, you know, I figured everybody's doing all these versus battles. Let's put our own little twist on it. I, I like the fact that, you know, we'll we'll compete against uh, whoever the winner is. will compete against Gilbert. And then, uh, then we're going to see who's going to talk the most shit. I'm, yeah, I'm and and we could have we could have gone into genres and stuff like that, but I, you know, I think we we both thought it was it would just be funner to, fuck it, let's just throw what we have like like a, what is it a potpourri, a everything of everything we do right because to narrow down our favorites, uh, you know, because I right now there's a song that's m- my favorite that I wouldn't put on this list because I know in a few weeks I'm probably gonna get bored of it. You know, and and just the way we listen to stuff now, you're just being introduced to new stuff. But there's always stuff you're gonna come back to, and you know, there's a lot of things that I wanted to put on here, but I didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, just because I like I, I I love these I love those songs, but I I guess I, these are the ones that I just keep coming back to. You know. No, and that makes perfect sense. Like, look, it's so many. So many songs are actually driven by what your mood is that week or or what your flavor is that week. And then, you know, what I've I've always enjoyed music. I've always loved music. It's always been a passion. But, you know, it's it's amazing how the older you get. And now, you know, that we're in our 40s, it's um, how your ear changes, how you actually learn to appreciate different genres. Like I told Eric earlier today, like I spent a whole week in a you know, balls deep in Phil Collins. And, you know, I told him I would have appreciated VH1 now more than, (laughs) than, than I did back then. But, you know, once you, once your ear develops and the older you get and the more you appreciate music and, and how your mood changes, um, you know, there's certain music that I listen to when I drive or, you know, oddly enough, I'll reveal something about me that these guys know very well to me. One of the most relaxing things to do is iron clothes. And I have a playlist when I iron clothes. Like, that's my therapy. Uh, <laughs> and it sounds funny. Oh, my God. Do you remember? So, this is a good one. So, when we were younger, I, I really never cared how my clothes looked. And I would get to Carlos' house before we were going out. And he would get pissed at what I was wearing. He's like, Eric. Take that off. I got to iron it for you. He wouldn't <laughs> let me leave without ironing my shirt. I, I probably picked this up from the hamper. And he's like, come on, Eric, man. You're really not going to go out. I was like, I don't give a shit. He's like, no, 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 no. Take that off. So he's he actually taught me how to iron, too. He passed it on. 
since then, I do find like I I do find irony cathartic, and I do have to thank you for that, Carlos. The, the, well, that wasn't only unique to you because the person on the other side of this conversation got his his clothes ironed by myself as well. Oh, so when we lived oh. in Gainesville, yeah, I can't. I I don't know how people could go out with wrinkled shirts. Also, yeah, but I always I always wrinkle. I always not always wrinkled. I always I always uh, iron my shirts. I was about to say, did you always wrinkle your shirt so I could? No, but, but, but if, if, if Gilbert wears a wrinkled shirt, it's because it's trending at the moment. Anyway, <laughs> no, so. but no, but like if if I was ironing my shirt when we were in college, he'll say, "Hey, Carlos, could you iron mine?" Yeah, well, that's yeah. It was either that or. <laughs> It was either that or shave his back. I always chose ironing his shirt. Hey, Carlos, I'm really curious. What is what is on your ironing playlist? <laughs> so sometimes white boy reggae. Oh my god. The, um, so it, it's no, I'm the only white boy reggae because seriously, oh, you, no. know, you know reggae and ska aren't really my. No. My my thing. No, so dirty, you... dirty heads, sublime, um, uh, slightly stupid. There's a bunch of them, but uh, no. So and then here I'll get a little sensitive. Um, the reason part of my whole obsession with ironing, and and it's not like I just fucking iron to iron, but I'm saying like I don't. The it, you know, I grew up with a military dad always pressed his clothes so sometimes my my playlist will be like old motown and stuff like that just because i'm thinking about my old man um but lately it's been like adult contemporary and i was telling them <laughs> like uh, so phil collins this is for you gilbert holland oats um, you, you know i went through uh, like um like oh, a, Enya, or no not that's Enya. more new age right? yeah yeah like now, the little Kate Bush. Yeah, but uh, it 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 depends. Or sometimes, the majority of the times, it's apparently just a lot of aggressive music. But um, <laughs> Carlos, you mentioned slightly stupid. You know they're gonna be on that No Effect show too. That's happening this weekend. Oh yeah, oh that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, so that's a little incentive for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm not. I was gonna watch it anyway. But so yeah, that's uh, it's you know. When you, personal playlists, like when people have their Spotify playlists, shameless plug, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 a lot of it depends on mood. A lot of it depends on yeah. mood. And, you know, I, you know, obviously, because of what we do with this podcast, uh, you know, I have hundreds of different playlists and thousands of songs on my computer, on my phone. Like, if you look at my YouTube playlist, it, it just it jumps around from genre to genre, but I don't I don't. It just depends on mood, you know. It's funny, you know that I only have one one playlist, and it's so everything I have is like in a light thing, my, so it's very random, my, you know. So Martika's great as it. But yeah, yeah, but but I only have one playlist that I have. Eyes of Tongue Loke, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a punk one. It's the only playlist I have is a punk playlist, oh, yeah. but then you know, but then I have like my like one that's that's super random. You know what I mean? But yeah. you don't get the ones that are generated for you automatically based on. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll do oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have like yeah, I'll use those a lot. Yeah, well, one I don't use I don't use Spotify as much as I used as I, I yeah, and, and it's tricky, hey, hey. right? Because you got to play with that algorithm too. Because if if you get caught up something, all of a sudden it starts, especially for the week the weekly stuff. 
It's like, no, no, it, it was just one song that I really liked that week. And then well, it starts feeding you all this other shit. And it's like, God damn it. How, how, about if, how about sharing one with your wife? And now I have all of a sudden I have an Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, and God knows well. That would have been on your like, playlist anyway. You have any Charlie <laughs> XCX in there? No, she's not a Charlie X fan. I think I like Charlie X for yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't you start this podcast talking about Jessica Simpson? So I seriously doubt that's your wife's music. Hello, Ashley. Ashley, 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 Ashley. I'm sorry. How dare you? Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, oh, man. No, actually, no. You, know, you know, I uh, another playlist that's been constant for years uh, that I always go to is, uh, I mean, and you guys know I'm a huge Beastie Boy fan, but. You know that that's always been a go-to, as well. What were you gonna say, Eric? No, you know, I uh, no on that too. Like I, 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 something I always fall back on is either I'll always good riddance or face to face. Like mm-hmm. I'll listen to comprehensive guide to modern rebellion or um, I don't know the name of their album, but the one with the pinball machine or the the arcade machine. On, yeah, on yeah. The cover. Actually, no, it's the li- I, I, their live album is, is really good. I, that's um, the one I've been listening to uh, lately, is their live album. Yep. about the crowd noise that yeah. just really gets you going. So I always good. like fall back on that if I'm feeling down. Like that's that's those are the two that I always kind of go to. They're my comfort zone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, we're going to wrap this first segment up. Uh, we're going to dive deep into the music when we come back. All right? Mm-hmm. What was that? Deep. Deep. Yeah, we're deep. We're going to go ball, <laughs> balls deep. All right, guys. Mm. All right. So we're about to dive deep in this segment into our playlist. Um so Eric, drop drop some knowledge on your playlist. What what do you have going uh, on here? Cool. So there's three songs that I, I I put here intentionally that I really wanted. Um, and there's some stories, but let's just go down the list. Sorority noise, no halo. I, I like this because it's loud. It has that that uh 90s feel where it's it's emotional and people just screaming and it speeds up and it never slows down from there. Uh, the next song, Roller Coaster, again, I, I wanted to put another song by Charlie XCX, but I figure I could knock out two two artists with one uh, with one song, and it was the combination of Roller Coasters and Bleachers. Um, sorry, Bleachers and Charlie XCX and Roller Coaster. Extra Sierra, Tuba Fresh, I put this because this song makes me feel sexy. If I was a stripper, this is the song that I would strip to. <laughs> um, or, you know, so if anybody needs a lap dance out there, I thought, I, thought, song. <laughs> I thought you liked the uh, the 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 uh, Frank Ocean song was your stripper song, the Pyramid song. Which one's that one? I don't know. Uh, oh, you I, I, I'll play it for you so you can strip for me. Okay, so, so the Bee Bodega and Exotic Dancing. That uh, one and, and 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 Bad Bitches. I love Bad Bitches. That's like, that, 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 that's my other. That's like that's my my top forty. Uh, um, uh, a stripper song, but if it was like the underground, I'd have to go with extra syrup too. But first, it's it's a woman too. Yeah, that's I like, the best part. Though. I actually like she, that song. She gets it. It's it's an incredible song, man. And tell, did you feel sexy when you listened to it? Uh, did a little bit, a little bit. I kind of want to put my hand like up from my stomach all the way up my chest. You know that move that they do, <laughs> like with vape oil. Every time I listen to that song, these I swear these, to these are the times that I wish we started our YouTube channel. 
Oh, so okay. everybody could see Eric rub his chest while he said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, it, it's the dip. It's the, uh, you know? <laughs> Feel that? So uh, number four, uh, Four Seasons, Vivaldi. Vivaldi, this is, I think this is the first metal song ever made. It's, it's a metal as fuck song. Every time I hear it, I want to throw horns up. That's how badass this song is. And but it's he, a com- it it's a composed like a, it's a composed song. It's not metal. It's a composed song. Right, right. But it's <laughs> it's it's a it's a metal motherfucking song. Like yeah, Vivaldi yeah. was a goddamn beast. Yeah. And it even has a guitar, well, a violin solo on it. Yeah. And you hear like so if you were listening to to like a a, a modern metal song and put put it side by side, they play out exactly the same. Yeah. Side um, of the bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's Gilbert's go-to symphonic song. You ever seen that? You ever seen like how they do competitions for that of who could play it the fastest, like on a violin? Like no. The, oh, it's it's sick. It's crazy. I, like I'm it's busy. Still, I'm too busy watching the stack the the, the cup stacking competitions. <laughs> <laughs> like who the hell watches a competition about violins? Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting. <laughs> no, it's not. This is it, this is like the world record thing, and and oh. the song that they use is "Flight of the Bumblebee." And that shit is crazy when you see these guys do it. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Anyways, look that up if you have some spare time. <laughs> and, and what is that, that, that and cup stacking. Cup stacking and Flight of the Bumblebee competition. <laughs> and if you could squeeze in watching videos of kids faint during spelling bees. All right. Oh, those are awesome. <laughs> All right. What's yeah, the... let me slow down. I'm, I'm rushing this. I, 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 get, I get excited when I talk about music. I don't know why. Uh, so number five is, is, is Saglipur, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, by Sigur Rose. Um, I found this song, there was a game that I used to love called Prince of Persia. And they released, I think it was in 2008, this, um, they did a trailer for, for the newest release, and the, they changed the style of the game, and this song was on the trailer. And with the art, because the game now looked like it was done in watercolors. Carlos, you'd like this, being an artist and all. Um, if you get a chance, look up that trailer. And that song started playing, and I just fell in love with it. I thought it was a woman singing, um, but it, it's a guy. It's he's singing in, in Icelandic, and then some like made-up words in Icelandic. And, and and it just sounds really good. Later, they 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 use this song, and and a lot of other, their other songs. You probably heard them on HBO trailers or like movie reels that they do. It's it's just a nice peaceful song. Um, Can't hold back by Survivor. I had to show the world too that survivor wasn't just rocky and sports songs i the tiger you know they they have this song can't hold back and i just remember as a little kid watching this video and wanting to fall in love in the subway just like the lead singer does <laughs> meeting the girl of my dreams on a subway <laughs> and she probably rob you that, yo that, at, at, at 10 years old these lyrics are powerful. That, that's this sounds like. You a, listen to them now. It's date rape. This sounds like a. This sounds like a script to a WB show. Oh yeah. man, they could all be. <laughs> Number seven is everything by Merz. Um, this guy, I, I I don't even know how I found him. He's just he's just amazing. And the the song everything I love. There's this line in it that that I've always loved. Like Carlos can tell you, I'm not a very religious person. I I, I guess I'm maybe somewhat spiritual. But there's a line in here that said, if God is love, then Hayden is Satan. And I've always loved that. Like, like it's kind of like that, um, what is it, that yin and yang, uh, good versus evil. You know, love love and hate, man, right? Those are the things that drive the world, right? Um, and that's, the, that's one of the songs I wanted to put on here. Then you had 
19 Vincent, uh, 1952 Vincent Black Lightning. Carlos was talking about songs he listens to when he drives. This is a song that um, I don't listen to music when I ride my motorcycle, but I'll sing. Um, so this song I'm always singing. I'll sing this like maybe three, three or four times in, in, in a road trip, just out loud. So if I'm stopped at a light, people are looking at me like, who is this idiot? Um, it, it's a beautiful song. It, it just tells the story of a motorcycle, a guy and his girl, and you know they they meet through the motorcycle. Life happens. It kind of reminds me, Carlos, of um, remember when we went through the hurricane phase by Bob Dylan? Yeah. Song that it just tells a story, and you 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 fall in love with the song and the story. Yeah, absolutely. So that song did it for me. And uh, second to last is "Reach Out, I'll Be There" by the Four Tops. I've always loved this song as a little kid. It reminds me of my mom. And I, I, I just love the, the, the grunts and the ha that they let out when, when the lead singer. And it, it's like, yo, girl, I'll be there for you. You know, like, just count on me. You know, I'll always have your back. And I, and I feel that way towards my friends. So those are, that's a song I listen to remind me, like, yo, have, your, have, your, have the peoples you love uh, back and, and your friends. I love you, Gilbert. I love you, Carlos. Love you, buddy. Love you. <laughs> and then finally... The last song, and this is The Science of Myth by Screeching Weasel. This was one of those punk songs that I heard, and I know I state a lot of the times that I don't really listen to lyrics or pay attention to them. It's the the music, the, the sound that gets me. But this one, I just love the lyrics to this song. It's it's about belief or not. Whatever you have, whatever you work for, works for you, go for it, you know? Awesome. So that's my list. I have an interesting side note. You guys, you know, you you sing the 1952 Vincent Black Lightning. You know what song that I sing when I'm driving? Life is a highway. <laughs> I wanna ride it all night. That's a great song. Uh, Cochran, uh, John Cochran, right? Tommy Cochran or something yeah. like that. If you're going my way, that's a great song. That is, a but yeah, so it's like Tom Petty, right? Tom Petty's another guy that does that to you. Yeah, I love driving yeah. I love Tom Petty. R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. to the legend Tom Petty. All right, was that too quick? Why am I sweating? Like, no, that's I feel a, like I just, I just no, exercise. That's not good. No, that's perfect. That's, that's perfect. All right. So the winning playlist. I'm gonna go through it now. <laughs> that was harsh. That's <laughs> so I I will say this: the one of the best live acts I've seen twice is Matt and Kim. There's no. For two people to generate that much excitement in a show, extremely impressive. They are my favorite. We, I, me and Eric, gone to see them. I, I think like four times already, right? Oh well, you you remember how I found them in that? Little, I know that little. I yeah. saw them in this little park, like it was a, a little thing on Biscayne Boulevard. Yeah. Um, it's where I had my birthday that one yep. year. Remember? Yeah. We ended up doing my birthday, and they they were on a makeshift stage made out of like plywood and. It looked like it was going to collapse. I see what you're doing here, Eric. You're trying to take over my playlist and not let no, me go. Just, you already won me over with Matt and Kim. There's so much love for those those, those guys. So um, how do you how do you make oh, a wow. how do you ignoring me now? Say you're doing it now, Matt and Kim. So how do you make a Matt and Kim song better? De La Soul. You, so one of my favorite remixes. I love that song. I love the way it starts, and you know, both New Yorkers. De La Souls from Long Island, Matt and Kim, Brooklyn Sun. So had to represent. 
Huh? And the original video of Daylight was incredible. Yeah. So when that they're stripping yeah. in oh, Times yeah. Square, right down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, are they a couple? They're married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're married. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, Marilyn Manson lunchbox again. That was a. It's so weird. <laughs> throwing a <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Hey. Oh my God. When you hear it. Listen to the song. No, no, I'm not. No, it's just so strange. We this, went to a Marilyn Manson concert together. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was yeah. a night of snails, but I got to go because one, the other person on this podcast broke a thumb or something playing Fucking football. Hate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you still owe yeah. me fifty bucks for that ticket. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, so, but the actual song, if you actually listen to it, it it's a, it's it's getting back at a bully. And that's why you constantly hear this motherfucker is going to get my medal. So I'm <laughs> so angry. Dropping so it. angry. I know. <laughs> and then uh, Ooh La La by Run the Jewels. I Actually, I had this conversation even before we started the podcast. Was I was t- talking to Gilbert about how much I love Run, Run the Jewels. F- fucking phenomenal duo. On top of that, I mean, not to get political, but... Um, all the shit that that they've been involved with lately, you know, you gotta you gotta respect what they're doing. You gotta, res- I love their music, and it's good to see Killer Mike after so many years in hip hop and always respected, but finally get, you know, all the accolades that he deserves as a rapper. And Killer and, Mike has, has always been a monster. A man. monster. Was he like separate, or he was? Well, he was. He's he, been everywhere. He came up with Outkast. He yeah. came up with Outkast. Okay. And and I mean some of the verses that he's been on in Outcast, he's fire, yeah, and he's he's outshined, you know, probably two of one of the best rappers ever, Andre yeah. and, and yeah. Big Boy. Yeah, he's just yeah. uh, Killer Mike is incredible. Um, he has a really cool um show that he did a couple, I don't know, about a year and a half ago. Um, and I think it was on Netflix, and he just it was kind of like tackling different stuff, and um, it was kind of cool to see his. He's very. Very smart. Yeah. Um, comes from like a, a family of, of like police, so he has like you know again not to talk too much politics, but he he's gotten like some really interesting views and and a interesting kind of past to to that Dude, kind of shapes. A, a, a lot of the major changes in Atlanta are are him, you know. Yeah, yeah. How how involved he gets and extremely cerebral guy, incredibly intelligent, and <laughs> and LP compliments him so well. Like both of those guys together on a track are phenomenal. I love every song that they do. And then, um, not on this playlist, but these gentlemen know I'm a huge Rage Against the Machine fan, and they do a lot of work with Zach De La Rocha. Uh, so, run the jewels. And then, when will they shoot? Ice Cube, one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, Ice Cube, Predator, probably the most controversial song I have on this playlist. Uh, some of uh, Ice Cube's hardest lyrics uh you know hopefully we don't get in trouble for saying this but you know he he has a a comment on that song is uh the white man is something that i try to study but i got my hands bloody you know and and, dude it's a it's a strong song it was an anatomy exam or what what was was happening there and and then you know that's what he throws that's the song where he throws out the line i was a boy in the hood before the movie um, but I I love Ice Cube. What? And, wait, wait. That was on the Predator album. Yep. So how did how did he know the the movie was gonna come out? 
The movie was already out. The movie's way yeah. older than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh. Predator was like 90, 92 or 93. I think Boys in the Hood was like in 90 or 91. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, and, you know, I, I think Eric brought it up in a previous episode. Uh, that would that album was constantly in my CD player, and we would listen to that album all the time. I mean, one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. But a bunch of hits on that song, and I mean on that uh on that album. But I I love that song. It's a super aggressive. And again, as you guys mentioned, I'm always angry. Angry. <laughs> and then uh, going back, then, then imme- immediately into Sabotage by Beastie Boys, also an aggressive song. <laughs> but what what an awesome introduction you know to you know that i think that was their first single on ill communication that came out yeah and uh you know listening to them through um paul's boutique um license to ill where you know it was all hip-hop for them to go back to their punk roots and come back that aggressive and then showing yeah. people that they could play instruments too. yeah You're i think right? i think to, to me, I think that that was uh, they did a little bit of in Check Your Head. They had a couple songs on there, but they really embraced it on Ill Communications. And you know, like I, I know uh, us three, one of our favorite songs is Agreed on Mojo, right? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. and and you know, when you learn and that documentary, honestly, if nobody's you know, this is a podcast hasn't seen it, it is incredible. And, 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 and the, the book is awesome too. Yeah, and so like for them to co- go back to that and like you know, the first time you see you know like. Uh, Mike D in the drums and Adam on the bass and 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 um, Ad Rock on the guitar and you're like what the fuck? you know like it's so crazy man it was that album is is amazing yeah. and and, and I bass drop the yeah the, mm-hmm. oh my god yeah. and then and then not spoiler alert but uh, <laughs> that uh that when when they talk about how Adam had that um you know it was it was a uh, MCA that that uh, you know played bass and came up the thing they have a cool story about that on on the uh, on the documentary too yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, it, look, um, if they're not one, they're number two in my top five bands of all time. I think that was the only time I actually got emotional when a celebrity died because, you yeah, know, that was I, rough. yeah. And I had the conversation with Gilbert that that was our childhood soundtrack. And I mean, I'll never forget how happy I was when I bought Ill Communication and never left my book bag. I had it everywhere I went. I love that album. I mean, I love the Beastie Boys in general. And uh, actually, a cool episode that we're going to do in, in November. Uh, this is the first time we actually do uh, an episode dedicated to one group. Would actually be, uh, we're doing a... Nirvana? No. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a Beastie Boys episode. It's... Um, in November. You gotta wait till like November five or the seventh yeah. or something. Yeah, November. The, the anniversary. Yeah, the, right uh, when they came to Miami. Yeah, and right. played. And it's. No, uh, they came in the summer. Yeah. No, it was in November. I was there. You weren't. Oh. And the- <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about. Oh, I'm not talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Beastie Boys. No, no. When we saw the Beastie Boys, it was the one that Kurt Cobain and Nirvana were supposed to headline, right. but. Right. You know, didn't happen. But uh, so yeah, it, it's it's. I think it's the thirty second year of of uh, license to ill. So to celebrate the anniversary and of course the life of MCA, we're gonna do a whole Beastie Boys episode and uh, another band. Oh, well, another group that's on this playlist. We're gonna do the same with um, because it'll be the anniversary of uh, thirty six chambers. We're gonna do a whole Wu Tang episode as well. Um, so the Song after that, 
Siren by Sublime with Rome featuring Dirty Heads. Uh, it actually features a Beastie Boys uh, sample, which, you know, again, my favorite, one of my favorite groups of all time, as well as Sublime. I, it took me a while to get used to Sublime with Rome, but great band. Um, we Belong Remix with Tim Timebomb and Friends featuring Freddie Madball. Uh, you know, we, we were all pretty adamant about how much we love Rancid, and then that's one of our favorite bands. And then you added Freddie Madball. And the my favorite part about that song, it actually samples Sister Nancy uh, Bomb Bomb. Bomb Bomb. Yeah. So love that. Love that song. Um, April 26, 1992. Like Gilbert said, what what better song to to tie into the, the way the world is right now? Um, and uh, I need to listen to this song. I, I, I just realized I don't know you at all, Carlos. <laughs> Music wise. So I, I, I got to check this out. You know, I don't I don't listen to that much sublime. Yeah. And then um, Yay Area by E40. Ooh. 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 Uh, <laughs> probably one of the songs that has my favorite sample and the way he uses it is fucking badass. Eric, if you're going to listen to any song on the play, listen to that. Because it is the E40, the E40, because the it, it rebirth it, it uh, samples rebirth of slick by Diggable okay. Planet, and then can you, can you explain to me why you do because that E40? It, listen to any E40 song, you'll know. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> and again, I haven't heard his playlist, so this is gonna be new for me. And one, the best vernacular in hip hop is responsible for more slang terms than anybody is yeah. E40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then. As a final, you know, stab to Eric on this playlist, <laughs> protect your neck. Uh, again, the great and powerful Wu Tang. You know, you gotta, you gotta end it with Wu Tang. Um, but <clears throat> you know, it, it's uh, yeah, it's fucking angry. It's an aggressive fucking soundtrack. But it, it's it's things that have been heavy on my road to, on uh, you know on my playlist uh, for a long time and. And it was funny because I think when uh, when I started getting into E40, like Gilbert found it funny, and then we we were stuck with every time we hear we say E40, it's followed by ooh. <laughs> and is this is this '90s hip hop or is this? No, they, um, this he's, is from, he's been around for the '90s, but he got, he got really pop like mainstream popular like in the 2000s during the hyphy yeah. the hyphy area uh, the hyphy area yeah yeah okay so what is that? That it's West Coast shit. Oh, <laughs> but but uh, you know it, it's I, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, so E forty, it nobody sounds like him when he raps, and half the time you don't understand half the shit that he's saying because it's all slang that's big in the Bay Area, and pretty much he created. Yeah. But but he's an icon. He's been around forever. A lot of even a lot of the style from the Bay Area. Um, comes from E40, super respected guy, has been around for a long time. Um, but yeah, this was a fun playlist to do. And uh, and I want to thank you guys ahead for voting for me. And one, one more <laughs> thing about one more thing about the E40. Did you I don't I don't know where it was um featured on, but did, did you ever hear about the story about him and, and Notorious BIG? No, go ahead. Okay, so there this was like something happened, and I think Biggie said something disparaging about E40. So E40, um, so fast forward, and Biggie has a show booked in the Bay. Mm -hmm. And they get to the show, 
and there's nobody there, right? And they go outside after, like, I don't know how long what happened. They go outside, and Biggie gets basically abducted. I don't know if he gets abducted, but basically is gets ran up on by a bunch of goons. Mm. And they put E-40 on the phone. And it was like, yo, I don't, basically, I don't know, like, I don't like what happened, this and that, and they let him go. But this dude, you know, booked Biggie, which couldn't be cheap, all the way to, took him all the way to San Francisco to basically teach, teach him a lesson. Wow. It's a crazy thing. I don't know the whole details of it, but the, the you know, it was something around that. Yeah, we, we Is got... that like how they got stitches here in Miami? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, so he booked Biggie. Damn. Yeah. Hey, you know that guy. You gotta, you gotta respect somebody that'll play a joke and is willing to spend money like that. It wasn't a joke, right? It was more aggressive than. Yeah. No, no, it was definitely not a joke. Yeah, they, 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 for, like, they didn't laugh about it. No, for for <laughs> sure, for sure, they didn't start off like guys. You know, it'll be fun. No, it didn't start yeah. off like that. <laughs> well, didn't we have a set of friends that would do that? Like they would call like their. No, ex hey, or let, say, let, let's not I'm get, gonna beat. Let's not get into those stories without their permission. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're not mentioning any names. No, but they'll know. They'll uh, know. I remember. They're still alive, those bastards. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, it, it's there. There's so many stories I want to tell on this podcast, and sometimes I just hold back to think, "Damn it, we have jobs. We're professionals. Some of us have, you know, other careers that could." But it well, was they don't good. know my full name, right? No, no who the Boom. our listeners? They only know you. Yeah. No, I put. I know your name's on the website. God damn it. Speaking of which, <laughs> but uh, all right. So th those are the playlists, uh, some little details into uh, into what we've put together. Uh, now we're going to get ready to go into Eric's segment. Eric, you ready? A little bit. All right. We'll are be... we going to take a break or we're just going to go with it? No, no, we're going to take a break. All, all right. right. So we'll be right back with uh, Lessons with Eric. You're now about to embark in a journey of learning, enlightenment, and useless information. Welcome to Lessons with Eric. I can't even say that with a straight face. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Um, and this is Lessons with Eric, where he's going to drop some knowledge and uh, take us through a little tour through music, news, and or history. <laughs> so, Carlos. Do you know that there's people out there that feel nothing towards music? <laughs> yeah, why does it sound like why does it sound like you're about to sell me some fucking medicine? <laughs> so so I was looking, um, they did this study in in uh I'm just jumping in right into the yeah, subject. Yeah. They did this study in at the University of Barcelona and they found that five percent of the um, of the participants didn't feel any emotions whatsoever. You know, like you know when you listen to music and you feel chills or you just tap your feet, bob your head, like they did not react to it when they were listening to, mu to music. So the, the, the scientists were like, they're surprised by this. So they're like, wait, do these people not feel anything at all? And no, they found that, you know, they enjoy other things, sex, food, they, they get pleasures everywhere else except for music. So they asked the participants to actually, um, you know, go home and bring us music you listen to. And out of the, out of the participants, the five percent, thirty of them didn't even own music. Wow! So, so like you're they didn't me... have MP3s, CDs, 
uh, Spotify, Pandora. Like they just go through life without music. So I, thought, I, thought you, I thought you said they were going to come back with Nickelback. <laughs> so <laughs> you're telling me you're telling me that they had a good song. You're telling me that five uh, percent of Barcelona is not listening to this uh, podcast. In this study, I, <laughs> the whole point is that there's people out there that are not affected by music. Now that's some fucking crazy shit to to put wrap your mind around. Well, there there goes part of our capture. So there's five percent of those people that'll never listen to this podcast. Is that what you're this telling is, me? <laughs> who, it's on who, the study. So it also, who are well, these savages, a, bro? <laughs> there, there's a there's a there's a disorder called um, um amusia, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's a musical disorder where um they can't process pitch. And they're not able to encompass like musical memory or any rec- recognition. Um, so there is like there are some. It could be inherited, or or, or um, I forgot what it. I'm not a scientist, guys. Like a learned behavior. <laughs> no, no. Or it could it could it could be caused by brain damage or oh. or something like that. Oh wow. So Dude, they don't recognize rhythm, who, mel- melody, and stuff like who that. Who are these people? I can't listen to Olivia Newton John without crying. <laughs> or getting physical. <laughs> physical? Do you mean physical? Xanadu. That 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 dude. That's that's heartbreaking. Yeah. So there, it, it, it's, it's called acquired amnesia, that, so, and that's the one that and, that occurs when when like through brain damage. And is it is it only music or? Yeah. Well, it's it's music. So they say that they they say that the people who have it they get no pleasure from music, and they showed no physical response. So by physical response are you know the chills that you'll get or the head bopping, things like that. Um, Swaying your body. And, and and these aren't these aren't just you know they're they're not people that are monsters. <laughs> That's horrible. They are for me. <laughs> <laughs> so did you miss what so, came, the the sexy voice that Gilbert just said when they oh. sway their body? <laughs> <laughs> so you know they they had them all 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 padded up and stuff like that and and. I'd you know, pat, were, I'd pat them up and lock them down. No, no, no. I, I, I meant not like that, like in a padded room. But there, there is no, they, they, like they didn't show any, um, like no faster heart rate, no skin response, like goose pimples or anything like that. No shit, because they're dead inside. Those savages. <laughs> <laughs> they might want to check um, other things. <laughs> so if if you want to uh, if you want to read more about it, the article is is on NPR. It's called um, "Music Doesn't Make Some People Happy," which you know you just read that and you're like, "Come on, man! Uh, that, music's everything." That's a shitty that's title. Cool. That's a shitty title by NPR. It should be called "Dead Inside," is what the <laughs> fucking title should be called. So the the it, the, the the name of the scientist is Marco Forales, and he's he's actually going to start. Um, he wants to start experimenting using an MRI. What, um, what are his know, credentials? People that say, ah, whatever, it's a music. And what are his to see credentials? see how their mind reacts to it. What are his credentials? He's a doctor? <laughs> He's a psychologist. Oh, wow. You know so, what? You know, and, and this is published study. It was yeah. published in Cell Biology, if you want to go there. Um, you can also, if you want, if you visit that, um, if you look up the article, you'll be able to take the, the music responsiveness scale that they used. Um, there's, a, there's a quiz online. That you can participate and see if you're dead inside. Oh, dude, send, send me that. Send, send me <laughs> I'll that send link. You the link. Yeah. So you're telling me that this guy watches Titanic and the part where the Celine Dion song comes on, he feels nothing? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. 
<laughs> but th- no, you know what, Gilbert? You bring up a good point. So they think about it. They want they can't even <laughs> I don't I don't even know why I said that after what Gilbert said, but I think he does bring up a good point. Think about how many movies that ruins for the guy. Every Rocky fucking montage, nothing. You know, like, like why are these people just punching each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no hype. Oh, look, he's working out harder. Yeah, like hey, Yeah, dude. What you lose your that like that's part of the you know, the emotion of a movie when it gets to that musical climax, you know what? It, it's hold on to that because eventually, and I know I keep pushing it back. Um, there's a friend of ours who's a therapist and I actually want to, we, I want to set up a, an interview episode with her to actually talk about music and emotions. So hold on to that. Cause then that way, maybe she'll have a better, a better uh, idea of what the so they is. listen to Flight of the Bumblebee and, <laughs> and, and, and nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> God, man. Uh, so Carlos, I sent you the link. If you could post it, I, I guess on the website or and and your your Instacart, like Instagram, <laughs> my Instacart, <laughs> into the Instagrams. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the, it's called the Barcelona Music Reward Questionnaire. All right. Cool. No, that that thanks a lot. Dude. That's that's great. I feel sorry for those people that they'll never enjoy Flight of the Bumblebee. Like, that, that, <laughs> like just start like hearing a song and not having any feelings to it, man. Yeah. I, but but I wonder how, how much deeper that actually goes. Like how how many other emotions does it does it uh you know? Well, they said I, again. I don't know how extensive the study was, but they said that you know they they do get pleasure from other things. Right. It's it's just music that that they don't react to. Yeah, but but. <laughs> to Gilbert's fantastic example of Titanic and Celine Dion, like that, does it ruin a movie for him? Like because you know that you're you're tackling two senses there to get a, an emotion out of out of a viewer, to, so they lose that whole experience. Right. Even during the silent voice. film era, they were still left out because there was always music accompanying those movies too. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean that a lot. I mean. Again, and and we're, it drives you. It does. Music does drive. It it it, it really heightens uh, uh the movie. Yeah, sure. yeah. It's an exclamation point to scenes and so forth. And you know, we're we're a music podcast. We're we're big movie fans. Shout out to F and Nerds. Which if you want to watch a a great movie podcast, follow those guys. But uh, I, I I actually caught them. I I saw one of their clips on YouTube the other day, yeah. and they were talking about the new Dune trailer. Yeah. And, they got, and, I, and you got hyped I, up. I was like, no, I, I was intimidated. I was like, those guys know their shit. Man. Yeah, no, they're fun. They're fun I, have an, I have another question. Okay. What do they iron their clothes with? <laughs> Silence. They, I, I feel like these guys just listen to like, or guys or girls, not the, uh, but anyway, like I, I like like computer sounds in the back or something. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like, like all they hear is like. <laughs> That, well, it doesn't change the way they listen. It just there's they doesn't trigger emotion. So, so count count those people out from ever watching you on on Twitch. So yeah, yeah. But uh, Barcelona. Yeah, fucking Barcelona. But um, but yeah, no, dude, hey, Eric, that was a great great thing to bring up. Uh, I mean, sad, horribly sad. I feel bad for those people. I mean, I, I and I also wonder. It's almost like losing a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, but I wonder if what they do get pleasure out of is it enhanced because they lose that other part of their emotion, or like do they become more like 
do they become more addicted to other feelings? Because right. I yeah, like does it? You know, I don't know. I don't, like know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know science. But I know, I don't know shit actually. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I fuck Celine Dion, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> when does it come out? Like, when 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 does her part come out? Though? When they're in front of the boat. That that's that's no. I think that's the no. video. That's the video. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Celine Dion comes out in the movie. Guys, stop trying to ruin my joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to remember that because I just remember being a. Annoyed at that little old lady throwing that diamond overboard, man. Ah, the, ah, like, oh my god, you could have just given your daughter a future or your yeah. granddaughter. But selfish bitch. But all right, so that, that's a different emotion, different topic. Ooh, track. But all right, so before we go any further, um, I've done a piss poor job of doing this. <laughs> this is the worst segue in podcast history. We're gonna go from Selena. <laughs> <laughs> to talk. Actually, before I go into the shit that I've been doing a piss poor job of, uh, so in our 1991 episode, one thing that we failed to mention that thank you to our friend Jaime brought it up was we talked about the 90s and all the music we listened to and all the music that we own, but we never discussed the source. And Jaime did a fantastic job of calling us out and saying, or him telling us that, hey, a lot of the music I got in the 90s was through Columbia House. So, (laughs) so I'm sure, Gilbert, you feel this way and I feel this way. Unfortunately, I don't think there's anybody working at Columbia House anymore. But I'm sorry for all all the music I've stolen from Columbia House. Uh, how many? Don't incriminate yourself. No, how many? How many? How many fake people lived in my home with Columbia House subscriptions? Uh, my thing is that it's it's no wonder they went out of business. What a terrible <laughs> business! So you didn't you, you didn't have to put anything up front. No, we're I'm we're saying. gonna we're gonna trust you. Pick ten CDs. <laughs> we'll give you two bonus CDs, and and we're gonna trust you. We're gonna send them to you. Pay us when you can. And all you would give was a name and phone number. And your address. And address. Yeah. And address. Yeah. And, and that's it. And like there was no, there's like no, no credit card, no, credit no social. Wow. No credit tech. Let me see something. I, I feel like an idiot. Like, how did I not take advantage of this system? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't. I, that, just, that just sounds unbelievable. Let me see. I'm, I'm actually looking up how, why did Columbia House go out of business? Spoiler alert! <laughs> because of because of the fake people that lived in our house. Well, nobody's buying CDs anymore, guys. Oh, that's so, yeah, music went digital. Of course, it's not going to thrive uh, anymore. Uh, it actually lasted longer than I expected. That's like the article you sent the other day that vinyls uh coming back. It was been coming back for a few years. What, yeah. That what's been coming back? Out, it, that vinyl is outselling um oh, CDs. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. August 10th, 2015, marked the demise of one of the most storied pieces of late 20th century. Cultural Detrius, the mail order CD club, the owners of Columbia House, filed for bankruptcy on Monday. (laughs) And several generations of American youth sighed with relief at the revelation that their debts will be forgiven. 
Little little known little known fact is that I'm uh you know how they claim like the the first like the first com- the the first com- uh, complaint or whatever yeah. it's me for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> dude, I I can't. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, they yeah. dude they lasted Wait. so so much longer. There's another 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 uh another headline. This is from uh, stereogum.com. It says Columbia House is finally going out of business. So like, it, what does Tone Lung Lo- say about it? Look, so this is uh, that. So ToneLunk.com says. <laughs> no, actually, this is from music.avclub.com. Four Columbia House insiders explain the shady math behind the business. So oh, yeah, but uh, they, they used to charge no, like twenty five. No, 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 no. It was four. No, no, no. I'm sure, it's internal. No, no, it's. So eight CDs for a penny. Remember, that's what it was. And then you would get bonus ones for the, like, you would get, you'd buy one. I forgot how it was. All I know is I had hundreds of CDs thanks to this company. <laughs> and I, and then when my mom would say, oh, this person doesn't live here. Maybe we should return. No, 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 no. We're not returning that. That's right. <laughs> Is, is there any kind of mail fraud involved in that? Like, I mean, for sure. Hey, yeah, just be careful what you say, Carlos. Like, no, hey, all, all debt was forgiven. We're good. Yeah, statute of limitations. Statue. <laughs> it was 2015, Gilbert. Statue of limitations. <laughs> but thank you, Columbia House. Thank you, Jaime, for mentioning that. Oh um, boy. But so shout out to Jaime. Uh, all right, so. Piss poor job doing this. I'm finally going to do it. Um, there are ways for you guys to communicate with us and or uh, follow other other little ventures that we're doing. Uh, if you go to www.thebeatbodegapodcast.com, uh, it gives you a list of upcoming episodes. Uh, there's also a blog in there that every now and then I'll write in or if Eric submits something, we'll add it in there. Uh, eventually, it will be a site for Beat Bodega merch. And there's also pics of uh, of us and uh, different episodes. Also, please feel free to send us comments, questions, suggestions for upcoming episodes uh, at beatbodegapodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also purchase CDs from us uh, for on a Columbia House link. <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> you have me going there. <laughs> but... Uh, Hey, Gilbert, you got anything coming up that uh, people want to keep their eye out for? Yes, Lover's Rock is back uh, September 26th. Um, I'll have like all the prom- or flyer will be out, I think, tomorrow, actually. Mm. Uh, and um, it'll be, you know, same thing, four to six. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of, of a fiesta. I wish you were down here, Carlos. Cause, uh, you yeah, can come. you get out here for the weekend at least? No, man, I'll be... I'll be working. Lights are cheap, and you could stay with either one of us. I'll be working yeah. out of town. Yeah. I'll be working out of town. So, so yeah, Love yeah. is Rock. I, I, I wasn't satisfied with the last show, so I just decided to go over, and that way I could terrorize his wife and just keep drinking after yeah. uh, so, he finished. Gilbert, are, are you ready for, like, a five-hour episode when Eric said, is that it? Is that all we're doing? So Yeah. Oh, Eric's... no, no, because he'll keep DJing. Oh, I mean, yeah. he'll, he'll do a private show. Oh. Uh, I need that extra syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Do the chest rub. Do the chest rub that nobody's going to get to see. Mm. Get it. Get it. 
Mm. Oh shit, it got real. I'm in oh, trouble, man. Gilbert, I need Gilbert, some baby oil. Gilbert, please say something else to end this quick. <laughs> I, I'm in trouble next weekend. Oh. <laughs> no, because of your rubbing. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So, not literally. No. <laughs> no me ponieron en penitencia. En penitencia. So, I, you know, we never, we never do this, but, and, and I've been meaning to as well. Um, you know, the cool thing about Anchor is that it gives you all these analytics. And, um, you know, and the surprise. I don't know, Carlos. No, well, you're, 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 you're going to fucking know now. Okay. So, so the the amazing thing is, you know, we we do this podcast and we think, you know, the majority of it is is people that we know or our friends, and then it also gives you geographical uh, analytics. So, to the one person that listens to us in this in these countries, so shout out to you guys: Russia, Ireland, France, Germany, UK, Brazil, Italy, Australia. Israel and the Philippines. Thank you, whoever that those one people are per country. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, dude, maybe check maybe maybe uh maybe those well, are also switch a VPN and have Spotify illegally or like have the <laughs> oh here we go there goes our listeners <laughs> sorry foreign countries that guy that guy from Philippines is actually from Hialeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's interesting? So it Look, actually tamale would be so good right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a you, fan of tamales. You know what's interesting yeah, too? When you actually pull up pull up the anchor analytics, it also shows you if people in other planets listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I as of I right now, as of right now, a hundred percent of our listeners are on Earth. We have yet <laughs> to reach the rest of the galaxy. So, I feel like we I feel like we might be huge in Venus. In Venus, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? God, I, I messed it up. You fucked it up. <laughs> Uranus. You yeah, were gonna go. Uranus, Uranus is it. not a planet anymore. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I so hopefully once Elon Musk takes his little trip up there and brings some people with him, maybe we'll get listeners on Mars. But uh, yeah, <laughs> could get one of the podcasts on one of the rovers or something. The next next shipment of Mars. Yeah, man, that'd be cool. <laughs> or if they said anything to uh, what's what? What is it, Europa? I think that's the next next mission. Eric, why, you're saying this Europa? so seriously, you're... like we're actually going to be able to pull off putting the podcast in Mars. Who knows? Maybe there's a fan in there. <laughs> the, you never know, dude. The, the guy from you the gotta, Philippines. Come on, man. But that's true. I got to be more optimistic. You got to put that energy out there in the world, man. Someone may pick it up. Now, how cool would that be to be the first podcast to get a listener in Mars? Yeah, I'd probably be Joe Rogan. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Hey, now, Joe, God knows you're probably never gonna listen to this podcast, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say it in a bad way. I, no, I was gonna say I'm a big fan, I'm, you know. But uh, I listen to Jopra. But uh, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up again. Don't forget www.thebbodegapodcast.com. Um, and also again, please feel free, send, uh, send us a message. Tell us what you think, suggestions, uh, you know, if you want to rip on us, whatever it is you want to do, be bodega podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget lovers rock coming. what did you say Gilbert? The 26th, September 26th. September 26th. Please look out for that. If you haven't, uh, two o'clock. Two o'clock, four o'clock, four o'clock, Eastern time, Eastern yep. daylight time. Yeah. And you know what? Um, uh, 
my sentiment is with Eric. If it felt, even though it was two hours, it felt short. We were having a good time. It was like having an own, uh, your own little private party in uh, in your living yeah. room. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do uh, like a pee break in there somehow. You know what I mean? Like your two hours. Just, just, wear, just, just wear black pants, bro. Uh, and uh, also, let's put see. A towel. What? What'd you say? Put a towel on. Oh, just put a towel on the floor. Yeah, dude. There's a bunch of I'll things you can do. Buy fucking kitty litter, throw it on the floor. Dude, I'll hold the cup. I'll be there next Saturday. I'll hold the cup. <laughs> How funny would that be in the, in the middle of the mix? You just see a red cup pop up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, it's again. It was a fun experience. Uh, if not, just watch it to watch Gilbert's wife get kicked off. Uh, that dude, was. I gotta figure out this bot thing, man. No, dude, keep the bot. That was entertaining. Yeah, just don't don't say anything mean. No, yeah, no, leave it. Don't insult anybody. I, I like that it puts you on timeout for like ten minutes and then it lets you back in. Like did, did you're way too old to be getting put on timeout, but did your wife do that twice? No, yeah. just once. Just once. Well, I and then her brother. So it, it has something against the book oh, of the <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Always a pleasure putting a show for you guys. Uh Eric, thank you. Gilbert, thank Hi. you. Love you guys. Okay. Um, Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>